Hey, welcome back to Steve Reads the Comic. What's up, Steve? What is up, brother? What's up, Rob? Hola. Hola. All right, it is uh, August 2nd, 2023, and this is your spoiler warning for any and all topics we may broach. Um, all right. uh, did, did anybody watch the Loki 2 Season 2 trailer? Yeah, looks good. I think it looks great. I did not. It's uh, it just looks fine. It looks like more Loki. Here's the thing, I don't remember what happened in the first season. Of God damn, I'm I'm the same <laughs> thing. You don't remember I, that with Miss Minutes and they go to Kang and she kills, she kills him with the sword or stabs him. Uh, they I, kill a Kang. Yeah, they kill a Kang. <laughs> and then that, start, that starts the ripple effect, the, the time fractures yeah, or what? That, okay, yeah, I do remember that now. But I I think there's been so many movies that have come out since then that I haven't seen, that I have no interest in. And then they're showing this trailer where they're basically talking about the timeline, the timeline. I'm like, I can't tell you how much I don't care about the timeline. The timeline <laughs> clearly doesn't fucking matter whatsoever. There's been like eight movies since Loki season one. Timeline seems just fine. So <laughs> tired maybe, of hearing about the timeline. Maybe these movies take place on a different timeline so it doesn't affect it. I will punch you in the face. <laughs> if you say timeline one more goddamn time. <laughs> time timeline. <laughs> boy, 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 timeline. <laughs> hey, Rob, did you watch that lackluster uh, finale of Secret Invasion? Oh, my God. Yeah, Dude, it was pretty, pretty bad, huh? That was, that was so bad. That whole series was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I like, I mean, it was crap. It was total crap, man. At least I think they'll do a better job with Loki. But like Sean said, it came out so long ago. Like I was watching something, uh, Good Omens 2. I like Michael Sheen and uh, David Tennant. And the first one was pretty good. It's on Prime. But I I think it came out like three years ago. And I was like, if you don't give me a good recap, man, I am (laughs) lost. I was like, and honestly, I don't know. They didn't do a good recap because I don't remember how it ended. But they're so good together, I'll watch it, you know. But yeah, but it's like Loki. I, I have no idea. I, I vaguely remember parts. I thought it was good. That so far to me was the best Marvel show. Secret Invasion is by far the worst, I think. And then um, that fight scene. Okay, so explain this to me. <laughs> if if they're in a uh, nuclear place, right? And then she freed all the humans. Wouldn't they like be like fucking diseased with radioactivity? Probably. Probably. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. And then like, who knows how long Rhodey's been in there? I don't. I don't know. It's very. And then the fight. I mean, they were doing like changing power. Now she's the strongest person in the fucking world. Like, okay, so we we brought in Miss Marvel. Now let's let's one up it. And make right. her like totally fucking invincible, and yeah. but yeah. not invincible because she killed the other guy that was invincible. So I don't. Know. <laughs> it, had, it had that ray and effect the, where she's already better than the dude that's had the super skull powers for like a couple weeks at least. You know, right? She and already then, beats him. And then she was what? doing stuff. I don't even know what she was doing and who she was turning into. So oh, I. I I, I caught most of it, but I, honestly, I just I didn't really care. The fight somehow was very boring. Oh wait, she had she had the Avengers serum, right? Or did yeah, they both yeah. have it? Just her. I think, it, uh, I think she. 
did they only have enough for her? I don't even remember. That, make, that makes ago. sense if she beat if she beat well, him and she one, had the serum. It was one vial, so whatever a vial yeah. could do. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, but, Sean. Go ahead. But even but, well, that, no, I think it was no. He like put it in the machine. The machine gave it to them both. Yeah, simultaneously. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's right. Yeah, I couldn't remember because I didn't care. <laughs> right. Um, right. <laughs> so they were both equally powered. Um, but again. I don't even think anybody cares about how powerful somebody is. Like at this point, nobody's like, we're not here to, to see the most powerful character. We're here for the stories, you know, or like evidently not. Um, but in meanwhile, like, so uh, is she just going to be pop up in movies? Are they going to, is there going to be a super <laughs> scroll movie? Right? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. what's going to happen to her. You create this character. Uh, oh, that's the whole thing too. That This goes back to my initial complaint. I think the whole audience knew that was Gaia in there the whole time, like without question. Yeah. And even when, even when he was, when Fury was walking in, I'm like, Oh, this is all an act. This is all an act for the cameras. That's Gaia. It's Gaia. I, we know it's Gaia. And then somehow the scrolls can't suss out their own kind though. That that's what I don't understand. That's so weird to me that man, that's, that's gotta be a crazy society when everybody is just mimicking everyone else. Like, you know how many Jack the Rippers could just get away with shit in that society. <laughs> It'd be insane, dude. All I, can, all I can think of is Eddie is there. You fuck my wife? You fuck my wife? <laughs> I, I fucked your wife and I am your wife. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's a bit ridiculous. And then they introduced all those, uh, like the uh, England or Britain or whatever had all those other scroll or people already under. Oh, you mean like the world leaders? Yeah, they had all. About? Yeah, weren't all those humans there? Weren't they scrolls out there at the very end? I don't even remember the very. Who I don't cares? Know what about. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, that could set up for what I read in the comics. If they if they do that, like a big all all out in you know war in the streets. Yeah. So, but I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what way they're going with it. No, or... no one cares. Like <laughs> no one's invested. It's it's gotten too big. And too bloated, and that's why they just it's need to got, start over. It had good, good actors and actresses. It had Coleman. It had I she like. She was him. great. She was probably my oh, favorite part. She's really funny. And uh, I love Olivia had, Coleman. It had uh, uh, Khaleesi. You know, I love Samuel yeah. Jackson. It the, and I love the guy that played Talos, and even the bad guy. Besides, I mean, he, he was. He was a decent actor. He just, yeah, he was just written or everything was written. It was just the writers let him down. Maybe we should go to AI because <laughs> that was horrible. I don't know. Maybe I, that was I, AI. I Maybe that, that's a great, I don't that, know, man, but that was, that, that was, was chat GPT. That was lackluster. Man. I, was, I think that was just Kevin Feige and Disney making sure that nothing too crazy happens. I got to save that for the big movies, not not the Disney series, basically. Well, they saved it for the Marvel movie, Whoa. the Marvels. It may be. That looks so bad. What what um, what would you think about the the uh, Samuel Jackson and his wife that whole bit? Oh, that was disgusting. <laughs> right? I'm like <laughs> that was absolutely gross. That was so gross. I'm like I already don't like two old people kissing. Now it's old person <laughs> and a green person. <laughs> I was oh, like, 
I thought Steve would have liked it just because of the love scenes. <laughs> it's it's all about the love. I have to care about the characters to, to care about the love scene between the characters. If I don't, if I'm not invested in the original characters, oh, I could man. give a shit about the fucking love scene. Yeah, that was disgusting. I didn't need that in my life. Um, call me a whatever uh, now, a xenophobic. <laughs> That's well, fine. no, if they were two uh, green females, I would have been okay with it. No, the scrolls are just ugly. <laughs> I'm just, just joking. <laughs> like to whatever Gamora is works well, but not scrolls. <laughs> yeah, so that whole that whole series, I'm like, well, moving on. Next, dude. Loki season two would be awesome if they just decided to nuke the whole Marvel universe and they're like, you know what? We are going to destroy the timeline. Oh, oh cool. That would be interesting, <laughs> but they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. They're going to displace one thing and set up another series. Basically. Oh man. Gonna... I, I, I know that you guys are burnt out on it and you're like, what is the I'm next not burned out on it? I just want a good show. I'm just like, I was reading, I saw some concept art and it was a show called, or it was it was like a Disney Plus. They're hoping it'll be a show. It's called Midnight Suns, based on a comic, yeah. Midnight Suns. And the, it was like Moon Knight and then Daredevil, you know, on the on the concept art. And it looked freaking sweet. So then I got interested in that comic and I read like three issues of that. It's like it's pretty cool. It's like a apocalyptic kind of story. Well, go, but, isn't uh, Ghost Rider in that too? Yeah, Ghost Rider, Blade, uh, Doctor Doom, um, Tony Stark was actually <laughs> Tony Stark was a uh, Sorcerer Supreme. It wasn't their Tony Stark. It was Tony Stark and another. Oh, I'm so sick of that. Yeah. So anyway, just, but they had just, like they were fighting Wolverines in it too, and, and uh, he's like you magic people or something, <laughs> you know, I was like, Oh, this is Sean. I see why Sean loves Wolverine. He's just shitting <laughs> on the magic people the whole time. But, but anyway, like, you know, they had Dr. Doom, Wolverine, Blade, some kick-ass characters, you know? And I'm like, let's get to these people, you know, like we're done with that, with the first phase or whatever. Well, many phases, but you know, the big, the characters, like we, we can probably care about again. Like those are the characters. Doctor Doom was sweet when they were fighting Doctor Doctor Doom in the comics. That was a great fight. He's really he's really badass. Uh, yeah. I can't. They I, need they need to focus on just telling a good story with like introduce a character like they did before Avengers. Just try a standalone movie with a character. You know you don't have to include everybody. You don't have to inter intertwine everything. Just tell a great freaking story with a character and we'll love it. If it's a good story, we'll like the character. You know, well, I'm just they're hitting at all these characters like these, you know, the next, you know, the B level characters or whatever, or some A. We don't, but, yeah, but they're still mixing them up with it. But like, I don't know where, I don't know where. Like, I thought at the end of Secret Evasion, they'd like lead us towards something. I'm like, that was it. The whole, this whole phase has just been wandering around basically. But even, even what you're talking about, another crossover event. That's part of the reason I quit reading comics in the early nineties is all the, everything became a crossover event. And it's like, I just wanted to read a Spider-Man story. I yeah. didn't need 37 heroes and then, and to follow every single one of their individual comic series to then read the crossover event. Like I, I've just, I've never been into those for the most part. There's been a couple, like I, I did like civil war when they did that. There, there's some outliers for sure. But like Rob says, just, just get back to the, Telling a good story, you know, stop, just stop. 
<laughs> just stop <laughs> with all this. We got to do Loki season two. Why? Why do we need Loki season two? We don't. We don't. Well, need the, we don't need the Marvels. Well, we, we, it's a we story though. Blade movie. Like, but, dude, you know, good story. Like, who? Like, if it's, I don't care if it's fucking Squirrel Girl. They have a fucking good story. There's no such thing as a good Squirrel Girl story. It's not a thing. It doesn't <laughs> well, exist. The, the character's I, named Squirrel Girl. She's right out. Yeah. Like no. Like no. I. This, there's just certain things that just don't jive with me. And like I said, it just goes back to me reading comics. I like the characters. I liked. I like the writers. I liked. And when they started spiraling out into all these different um, derivations of, you know, a, a Hulk son, like I don't care about Hulk son or, or somebody else takes over, becomes the Hulk. Um, I forget that guy's name. Um, some Asian kid took over as the Hulk for a while. Like I don't, I, I'm following Bruce Banner's story. That's why I'm here. I'm here to follow Bruce Banner as the Hulk. I don't need to see general Ross as the red Hulk. I, I don't need the totally awesome Hulk. I, I just let me follow the one Hulk, man. Stop. Just we, we got that guy. We got it. We got him. Make a yeah. new guy. Yeah, but I think you go, you would follow Hulk's son if he had a good story. You know? No, I I didn't even look it up. I didn't. Even, I don't even care. That's how much I don't care. He might have an amazing series of comics. I don't care. I have the Hulk already. I don't need Hulk light. I, it's like you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't so, need it. I sounds like I don't want any new stories. Just the same no, story do, told I over want, and over and over again. No, I want, but that's exactly what it ends it up never being. If you create story. a character that's derived from somebody else, <laughs> it's going to be the same stories. Create a new character with different powers and different enemies and different friends, and then you get a new story. Yeah, that's, well, what, that's, that's exactly what I mean. That's why I enjoyed reading Midnight Suns. It was like all new people. I'm learning about all new people and some that I already know. And I'm like, oh, where is this going? This is interesting. It's something yeah, I never seen. They're seen. not going to do Midnight Suns unless they do 800 movies and TV shows leading up to it. <clears throat> yeah, well, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> make, make it good. Don't make it like Secret Invasion. We got. We got to stop going to the movies. We got to stop watching the shows. Watching, we got to stop watching shows and and movies. Never gonna happen. Like, hey, I, I mean, I I miss a lot of series and, and movies. I'm I'm doing my part. I'm purposely avoiding that shit. Um, Eter- the Eternals or Mission Impossible Two. Oh, wait. What's the question? Like, which one's better? Which, is, which was better? You said Mi Two was the worst movie ever. Um, I'm, I'm every week I'm gonna I, try, I think, try and get I, a movie. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say Star Trek: uh, The Motion Picture is actually the worst movie I've ever seen today. No, <laughs> that that was so bad. No, no, I, no. Did, I still haven't finished it. This is like I think this is my Beezer. <laughs> I'm just watching it. They're playing this super dramatic music, and I'm just like. There's just static on the screen. There's nothing happening right now. And this music is like, bum, 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 dun, 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 dun. And then you look at the screen, it's just like static electricity is on the screen. And what, and why is this exciting? What am I missing? And it's it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Okay, the worst I'll tell movie you why it looks I've ever seen You're today. You're too evolved. You've because, seen too much. Dude, I was like seven. <laughs> when did it come out? 79? 78? Uh, uh, 79 or 80, I think. Okay, so I was seven, eight years old, and I watched Star Trek on Channel 43 like every night with my dad. And to see it on the big screen was fucking amazing. That's why. Now, the story sucked. Rob's I went like, back, I went back like, and watched it when I got older, and I was like, man, how was I blown away by this shit? But, <laughs> but when you're seven or eight, and it was a bonding moment with your dad, it was pretty cool. 
That's Dad, all Dad and Rob watched Constipation on the screen for, <laughs> for two and a half hours. They're like, they watched. You. Love you, Dad. Captain Kirk switched uniforms and he put on his dentist outfit. He looked like a fucking dentist for the rest of the. I'm like, what is he wearing? Why is he dressed like a goddamn dentist right now? Uh, <laughs> but I just, I've never been a Star Trek guy. I, I watched it on 43 at my great grandma's house in the 80s, like on Sundays. It would be on. We'd be over there doing laundry. And yeah, I you probably would have. Dug, you probably would have dug it, like Rob, if you like Star Trek. You know, you probably would be like, Sweet. yeah. If I if I like Star Trek, maybe, but I, I could never get into Star Trek. I, I the only ones I like, oddly, are the J.J. Abrams movies. As much as I they're good, as I give that guy, those are the only ones that have action. You know, <laughs> was, okay, I mean. So and, my recommendation is watch on Paramount Plus. Watch uh, start with the Strange New Worlds. I watched the first episode of that. It's really good. Didn't care for it at They're all. They're doing a music. <laughs> okay, well, it- it's just—it's so boring. I just, I just, I just don't care about these space explorers. There's the the. I think it comes down to everything from set design to costumes to what the weapons look like. It's all. It, it's just—it's not for me. And I again, I keep watching all this stuff, and I I just don't like it. I like the J.J. Abrams take, and I know most Trekkies hate that shit. No, I'm like, I like well, it. things happened in those movies. There was action scenes. It wasn't just sitting on a, a shitty set, staring at a screen. I guess occasionally they'd beam down, and Kirk would either like fight or fuck something, and then they'd come back up. And oh, the, was- the, the the original episodes are something, but uh, uh, this the, the first Star Trek J.J. Adrian. That's like multipass. That's like uh, I can watch that if it's on. I can watch it, man. It's so good every time you watch it. It's it's really well done. They did a good job. But uh, there's another show. Uh, uh, it's called Lower Decks, and it's it's a cartoon, and it's yeah. fucking hilarious, dude. But it references a lot. You probably wouldn't couldn't watch it because it references a lot of shit. It makes it yeah. funny from like the whole canon. But they just had a crossover where the uh, two of the main characters from the cartoon actually time traveled to strange new worlds and we're on the enterprise and live like in human form. Nice. It's fucking hilarious. Tomorrow. Strange new worlds is doing a musical kind of like Buffy. <laughs> Sean, Sean's got yeah. just got so excited. Sean is right out. <laughs> I, I, did. I do. I think star Trek is a generational thing. I, I think at some point, uh, it's, like I'm, I'm the Star Wars generation, and Rob is too. Rob, Robbie, Rob's technically my generation, but I, I just feel like it's, it's no, for I, a slightly I, older audience. Uh, and it's, yeah, yeah. But I, see, I was, I'm old enough to where that was a big thing on TV. You know what I mean? Right. Even though I wasn't born when it first came out, but you know, something. But called you were probably reruns. watching it in the '70s. Though. Fuck yeah, I was. Yeah, ever since so, I remember, I was watching Star Trek. So. I feel like you had to have seen Star Trek before you saw Star Wars to appreciate Star Trek. Because once you saw Star Wars, that is probably true. <laughs> if you saw Star Wars first, like me, it was like I don't know what this is. This is a terrible <laughs> yeah. knockoff. I don't like it. Yeah, what? I think and they're not. Well, they're not, and they're not on. similar at all. You know, they're really not. They just have Star in the title. That's well, really most the only people thing they don't have like in both. I'm. I think I'm one of the few people that. But I like sci-fi. I, I'm a junkie sci-fi. Like I'll watch I watched that. Five. I watched Strange New Worlds, and it, it wasn't it wasn't bad or anything, but it was it was just more Star Trek. Yeah, you don't. And it was you, just them. They go and 
they're on some diplomatic mission and I'm just, everybody's just talking in stupid outfits. And I'm just like, this is, how is this entertaining? They just it's, talk to each other. It's just talking. Do they it's, ever it's uh, like, it's like upper decks for our lower decks for you would be like Molly watching 30 rock where she doesn't get half the references, you know? Yeah. It's just, and it's not, it's not entertaining. Do they ever upgrade their weapons or do they have that ear thermometer? They just point at people. All That's the what time? I mean. Yeah. They just have a little phaser thing that little, yeah, they, they never go like to assault pulse rifle or something yeah they got them oh okay it depends on what generation you're watching okay that was, like, that, that was like, my question like strange new worlds is pre-star trek then the next generation is after star trek lower decks takes place during the next generation timeline there's a long timeline and then discovery is like it started before and then now it's in the future now, I did like, I remember I saw Rathacon, and I liked that because that was kind of action, you know, a little bit of action to it. Khan takes over and things, it's not just conversations and dentist outfits. Um, so th- that was entertaining. Uh, the even see, movies I, are the best. <laughs> that's what I hear. But I haven't, I don't think I've really seen anything past number two, except for the, the new generation movies. I think I saw all the new generation movies in the theater. And those weren't bad. They, they were, I mean, they were mo- like the one I remember the most had to do with the Borg. That was kind of cool, like the assimilation thing with the Borg. It's probably the only one I remember. Um, and again, That's... I never, and I wasn't like, oh, this is bad, but it's just ultimately, for me, forgettable. And I'm not, I'm, I'm truly not trying to shit on a whole franchise. It's just one of those things that's not for me because I, I have a shorter attention span because I'm younger, grew up with fucking cartoons that were basically half hour commercials for toys. So that was like, that's my lane, basically, is watching <laughs> animated commercials for toys for 22 minutes and then being like, I need these toys uh, and Star Wars. I guess I'm um, the Benny Hill generation. Your jokes are old, too. You got the dad jokes. What time? The boomer dad uh, jokes. Did Rob, did you see Barbie at all? You? I mean, did you no. see it, Steve? No, I haven't seen either. Dude, I good. So I, we finally saw it. Maggie said, fuck it. She was going to risk a migraine to go see it. We loaded God, her up with drugs. Too. Yeah, we loaded her up with drugs beforehand. And uh, she did okay. Like She, <laughs> like, when she we passed saw Astro- out in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because when we saw Asteroid City, she got a pretty bad migraine. Uh, but she did okay with this one, and we all—it was me, Maggie, and Logan. Um, Mason had no interest in seeing it, but all we all three really enjoyed it. It's really funny. Uh, I think I took away—it's a very much a message movie, but I think the message I took away is not the message we were supposed to, which is I am Kenuff. Um, <laughs> so, you got to see the movie, man. It's it's fucking hilarious. I keep I keep. I want to see, see it like post people post. They're like, Oh my God, this is the most, uh, you know, so, okay. That's all. My- Those people need to settle down. And I, I, this might be the first movie they've ever seen. Don't buy into that. You'll be, cause if you buy into that, you're going to be like, was it was good. It wasn't the best thing I've ever fucking seen. Jesus Christ. No, they um, said it expanded their mind and shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Ugh, that's disappointing. Uh, there is a speech that America Ferreira gives and, I could see it as motivational for certain types of women, but like my model for women is Maggie. 
Maggie's a fucking badass. Maggie's been the breadwinner for the past three, four years. Started her own business. She doesn't take any shit. You guys know Maggie. Um, so this speech basically is, I guess it's for like the mousy chicks who don't ever say anything and care what other people think. And I'm, I, I don't understand that. Me and Maggie both don't understand that behavior. Because um, people were asking Maggie, like, did you cry? Maggie's like, no. What point would I have cried during this movie? Um, and Maggie liked it too, but she was, we have the same opinion. We're, we're seeing all these crazy, this hyperbolic praise for it. And it's like, calm down. Yeah. It's not all that. And, and honestly, dude, no, no lot. Oh, my fate. Like I came away. My favorite character in this movie is uh, Alan. He's a doll that was apparently made to be Ken's friend at one point. And, and they, they use all these dolls that, you know, I don't, I don't know Barbie history, um, but, you know, a lot of discontinued dolls are in it. And one of them is Alan. He's played by Michael Sarah. So that should tell you all you need to know. <laughs> and I'm just like, I am an Alan. I am not Barbie. I'm not Ken. I'm Alan. Alan is my fucking favorite character in this movie. And Maggie felt the same way. She <laughs> ordered an Alan shirt. <laughs> nice. uh, she's like, I'm not Barbie. I'm Alan. We're both Alan. <laughs> um, and he, he's hilarious. Uh the the Kens get an amazing musical number, um, and <laughs> there's a really good joke with the Matchbox Twenty song. And it, I hate Matchbox Twenty with a passion, and it's it's the one song I know by them, so it, it made me laugh incredibly hard. <laughs> uh, the way they utilize the song in the movie to basically be the uh, example of toxic masculinity is this Matchbox Twenty song. I'm like, yes, I fucking hate them so much. Um, <laughs> I dude, I do recommend it though. It's a good time. It's fun. I felt bad for Margot Robbie. I, I did come out of it thinking like, damn, Ryan Gosling got all these fun scenes. She's just crying the whole time. Uh, I was like, she must be emotional breakdown Barbie. Um, Cause like, <laughs> she's just mirrored eyeliner. <laughs> she's just always crying. I'm like, God damn. Like, man, that, that kind of sucks. Cause everything else going on with, with Ken and the Kens uh, and Alan just had me dying. And meanwhile, she's just having like this emotional journey and I'm and I was just crying. I'm like, Oh, that sucks for Margot Robbie. Everybody <laughs> else looks like they're having a blast. She just has to cry the whole time. Uh, but dude, I do. I recommend it. It's a fun movie. Should I, I see this? What, what do you, does Kristen not want to see it? Like, no, how, how we, have you not seen this? We just been busy lately. We tried to oh, get my tickets God. the first night it was open, but everything was like sold out. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like I got yeah. mission impossible tickets. I had plenty of tickets. And the light, like the, that day, like the, the only thing open was like eight o'clock and we didn't want to go that late because the kids had to go to school the next day or whatever. But as we wanted to go, we just like, do I need to go in the theater or can I wait? I, I would go in the theater. It's probably going to be, it's probably going to be like Top Gun. It's actually outgrossing Top Gun week for week. It's yeah. probably going to be the number one movie this year. Um, I wouldn't wait. I, I really liked it. It's definitely worth going to see. Uh, in the theater, it was it was fun. I I, I had a really good time. I like, and I, I'm not trying to be hyperbolic. I hope, but I just it was fun movie. It it was entertaining. I laughed my ass off. Had a good time. It is not the smartest movie I've ever seen. Like some people say, it was not like liberating or whatever. But yeah, it, it's what very good. It's good. It's very good. Okay, it's a very would, good movie. Would my kids like it, or would they get? I, it? I'm guessing. I'm guessing Brooklyn would like it. <laughs> I don't know about Dom. I don't know what he's into, but I, there's not really any Power Ranger fights or anything in it. So, 
Yeah. Brooklyn would probably like it, though. I think Brooklyn would like it. Kristen would probably like it. I can't believe you're not going to see it. What is wrong with you? I mean, well, I'll go. I'll go. You get on me for not going to see movies. You go see crap. And dude, I'm like, dude, go see, go see the biggest movie of the year. You're all like, of a sudden, no. you're, t- dude. Come on, it's Barbie, dude. Like, do I really need cares? to see it? It's a, it's a good movie. It's, I know, it but I'm just, I find it funny that you're the one making sure I go see Barbie. Okay, <laughs> like if anyone's going to say that to someone, it'd be me saying you. Go see <laughs> you it. would think that. But yeah. I like to go see good movies. So <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. You go see all the movies. Except you had for the no good idea that was going to be good when you saw it. That, no, I, I, I was, I was hearing good stuff. The, the trailer looked was, was just okay. But the jokes do land better in context. The ones that kind of made me roll my eyes. Um, but yeah, it's just a good time. It's a good time at the movies. I recommend you, you guys go see Barbie. More than uh, Oppenheimer. Oh, you I haven't have, seen Oppenheimer. Oh, you haven't seen Oppenheimer. Logan I, saw it. He wants he wants me to go with him to see it again, and that's getting so I, whenever he's available, he's actually down in Akron looking at a, a potentially written a house with some of his friends. So they're getting like a walkthrough or whatever. But uh, nice. We were supposed to. We were actually supposed to go earlier today till he had he ended up making plans and stuff. But apparently, we're going to go see Oppenheimer at some point, um, and then I'll probably see Blue Beetle. I've seen Ninja Turtles twice. I'm gonna let's talk about Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem a little bit. Because so, I got a, I saw Ninja Turtles uh, on the 29th, July 29th, at the sneak preview. It was a small screening room. I don't know, 75, 80 people, completely sold out. One of the smaller screens, and I let it. it, it the theater is a 33 minute drive from my house. The one that was playing it, I thought I left with plenty of time by leaving about an hour before showtime. Some idiot, there was a huge accident, dead stop traffic. So I get there, I get there two minutes late and I, t- and Mason went with me and I told Mason, I was like, this is a sneak preview. So there's a good chance that there are no trailers. Sure as shit, we missed like, f- we- I was two minutes late, but I come to find out on my second viewing, I actually, they must have started early because I missed like five minutes of the movie. So I'm like anxious and angry. Mm. I think that colored my experience. And then also there were, uh, there were people in the audience laughing incredibly loudly at things that aren't funny. And I don't know if you know this about me, but when people laugh at things that aren't funny, it just, it's very triggering. Uh, it's, it's the whole reason I left ghostbusters when the, the girl busters movie is because people were laughing at things that weren't funny. And it just, it's not, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's, it's a neurodivergent trait. I'm sure. But it's, it's kind of like when you hear somebody smacking their lips when they're eating, you know, it's, it's like, it has that impact on me. Yeah. Um, and so that was, and so I was actually, I was missing dialogue too, because they were laughing so loud. I couldn't hear. Right. And then you get frustrated and you can't concentrate. Yeah. yeah. So I came out of it and I was just like, eh, it was a little better than average. The first time I saw it, I was kind of, I was a little bit disappointed. So I go again, they do a fan screening. I I left three days early because I didn't want to be late. <laughs> so we drove there and camped out. Uh, we, we got, we did get there like 40 minutes early. Um, I took Logan this time. And this was at a different theater that's also a half hour away uh, for the fan screening. And uh, it was on, this was the XD screen, like the IMAX screen. I love this movie now. Like I had a, a much better experience. It was not a sold out crowd. So it, there, nobody was laughing over stuff. I could hear the, the sound system comparable to IMAX, very loud. Even if people were laughing loudly, I would have been able to hear anyway, but that, it just wasn't an issue. I had a much better experience the second time. And I, I give it like an eight out of a eight out of ten. The base. The, Whoa! So first you time was like a six out of ten. That review you wrote and posted—that was the first time. 
He saw that was the first time, and I went back, and I've actually edited the review now and uh, gave it an extra star. Uh, I went back, edited it, because it, I, I liked it so much better the second time. Uh, you know, just all, all those different factors clearly, you know, impacted my movie experience. And it's it's funny. It's fun. It's not like it's not the best Ninja Turtles movie. Well, you I, said I people were laughing at stuff that wasn't funny, and that makes me think that a lot of the jokes in the movie weren't funny. So is that um, well, they were they were laughing at stuff that I don't even think were jokes. Um, it was just to me, it was stuff you kind of like smile at. You know, there are some funny jokes. There's definitely some laugh out loud jokes, but they were laughing at stuff, and it wasn't that it was unfunny. It just wasn't anywhere near that funny. Um, so that, like I said, that just kind of, that messes with me a little bit. And again, not being able to hear the dialogue uh, because of the, the loud laughter uh, had an impact as well. Um, but they were clearly enjoying the movie. So I can't begrudge them that, you know, they were having a good time. They found it funny. What are you going to do? Now, um, I remember then, you saying something about not using the weapons as much as you like. Is that true? Yeah, it's still, it is true that it's, um, it's definitely a focus on the teenage, the mutant. Less so on the ninja. Splinter has a really good fight scene. The turtles have like a decent, have a good montage. Uh, but that's unlike, say, the first movie, which is my favorite, where it's like a bunch of kung fu fights, you know, a bunch of ninja battles. It's not that. It's it's more so. That's still why. I mean, that's why it's an eight out of ten. It's not a nine or a ten out of ten. It could have been better. But it's it's still it's a very fun, enjoyable movie. I think your whole family would like it. Dom would definitely like it. This just came um, out today, right? Yeah, technically it released today. Um, and so, yeah, I, I recommend that as well. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Barbie's actually a better movie overall. Um, but for this is a family movie. It's definitely geared towards kids. So there's a part of me that's, you know, a little bit selfish. I want to see a slightly older version. Although we had that with the last two movies and they were garbage. That's not why they were garbage. They're garbage because <laughs> they're Michael Bay, not because they're PG-13. But if it attracts a younger audience, then I'm all for it, though. Because it, it, it's a good movie. There's there's literally nothing wrong with the plot. There's nothing wrong with the characters, the performances, the writing. The animation looks amazing, especially on that huge screen. That that made a big difference. Um, Was the villain yeah. a, a twist at the end? Did we see Shredder? Or? Um, there's, there's no twist with the villain. Okay. It's uh super fly. That's all um, straightforward then. But dude, the, at the, the other villains, dude. So I've been going around the house and I've just been going Ray Filet! because that's what Ray Filet does. He just sings his name. Every time he gets introduced to somebody, he's played by post Malone and he, he, he hits a much higher note than I can hit. And it's, and so I'm just constantly going Ray uh, and then the other thing, I, I'm always going bacon egg and cheese. Gotta have a bacon egg and cheese. So you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about if you go see it. Um, and my family's ready to disown me, uh, get me my own apartment because I won't stop with the bacon egg and cheese. I, I, I want to say Ray Filet after you just said it two times. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's I don't know. It's just stuck in my head. It's funny. Yeah. So the bacon, egg, and cheese thing also just something that the, it's funny because the first time none of that stuck, and then after seeing it twice, it, it was just stuck in my head. Both those things. Bacon, gotta have my bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> um, but yeah, eight, it's eight out of ten. Okay. Okay. Eight out of ten. Uh, very, very good. Very fun. Good times at the movies. Go see Barbie. Go see Ninja Turtles. Yeah, lot, lots of good times at the theater. 
Yeah. Sounds like we got a lot of movies to see. Yeah. Just in time for school to start next week. <laughs> I'll go see Oppenheimer without the kids. You didn't see Oppenheimer, did you, Rob? Okay. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. I'll I would have seen that with you when you were here, man. I didn't want to waste time at the movie. I wouldn't Mission Impossible with you. Yeah. I mean, I'm um, in no hurry. I mean, if I see it, I see it. If I don't, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the big Oppenheimer. Logan loves history and stuff. I'd rather uh, watch like- a three out, three and a half hour movie at home so I can pause it and go pee. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about Paul Rubens passed away. Pee Wee Herman. May he rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. Uh, very sad. I I really like that guy. I love Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. I remember first time I watched it. I was at uh, it was in Children's Hospital. A year after it came out, and I was so excited to watch it. Then Being I, in the hospital that week was done. one of the best parts of my childhood. I got to be away from my mom. I got to watch TV, uh, and I got to watch Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure. But I, that dude was just fun, funny, full of joy. Uh, I, I just rewatched Pee Wee's Big Adventure uh, yesterday and just laughed my ass off because something it, like this. Yeah, large, large Marge. Marge. She Everybody still, remembers Large she Marge. She still haunts my dreams at night to this right? day. God, I was not expecting that. No, nobody was. Nobody saw that coming. That was a jump scare. That, yeah. that and the girl in the closet in the ring, those two th- images <laughs> are forever burned in my memory. <laughs> Large Marge. Yeah, that's... How old was he? Uh, 70. 70. He, he was fighting a secret battle with cancer. Uh, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't look 70. Man, he, he looked good. Uh, but even like his stuff, you know, he was in Batman Returns. He played Oswald's dad briefly at the beginning. He played uh, a really funny character on 30 Rock. Yeah. Uh, the last just, time I saw him was what we do in the shadows when he he was what a we vampire. Do the shadows, yeah, where he did that the, the last vampire time. slayer yeah. character. They did uh, all their everybody that was a vampire and something. Um, yeah, and, but he, I mean, dude, he created Pee Wee Herman, one of the greatest fictional entertainers of all time. Yeah, in my opinion, like, <laughs> I just yeah. I watch uh, I watch the Christmas special every year, uh, the Pee Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas special. Uh, <laughs> It's I just I, what a great character. What a what a fun character. That's actually something I remember from my childhood watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. Yeah. Cheer. Now I want to download like all the seasons. I I, I only saw a few episodes. Chair. Um, <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty good, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I, I was good at Pee Wee back then. I don't know about now. I know you are, but what about <laughs> I know you are, but what about? I don't have a very good Pee Wee in my pocket. <laughs> hey, uh, may he rest in peace, dude. I watched fucking Urban Cowboy. <laughs> I was just scrolling through HBO, and I'm like, "All right, I like John Travolta. Let's check this out." Wow, what a shocker that was, boy! Never seen it. It's I don't know what it is. Cowboy, it should have been called Abusive Relationships and the Mechanical Bull. That's what it should have been called. <laughs> that okay. I had no idea. This whole movie was based around, uh, let's see, John Travolta, he gets with Deborah Winger in the beginning, and he, he like, she like grabs his leg or something, like trying to tickle him, and then he just hits her. He just smacks her. Hmm. And like, I was like, oh, damn. 
So then she she's like she's like I'm out of here, and he goes to get a ride, and then they they start fighting in the in the freaking mud puddle or something. And anyway, so then they get married, of course, because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you get married after a re- you know that the date starts like that? You know. Yeah. So and then he's just a fucking ass. He's like he I think he smacks her around again a couple times. Nothing too hard, but didn't see uh, that coming. Yeah, I'm like, what am I watching? You know. So then they end up splitting up. He just fucking cheats on her with some other with some other chick. And then she gets with this other guy that's even more abusive. <laughs> it, it's he's played by Scott Glenn, the uh the bad guy in uh Backdraft. Remember the, the you finally find out who started all the fires. You remember that guy? I thought I don't it was, think I ever saw Backdraft. I was like, who is this guy? I know I've seen this guy before. I was like, it looks like Roy Schneider, but I knew it wasn't him, you know. But yeah, his name's Scott Glenn, and he plays. Uh, he's a bull rider, and he's the one that runs. Oh, he played. Uh, that's the guy who played uh, Stick in Daredevil, right? Yes, 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 exactly. Okay. That's him. So he he runs the mechanical bull at this place at this bar. It's all based around this bar in Houston or whatever, and <laughs> and it's basically the the movie comes down to who can ride the mechanical bull the best, you know? And I was like, okay, they actually Boy, made a movie. Stuff. They actually made a movie about this, but the whole time, like Deborah wingers with Scott Glenn and he's just beating the shit out of her. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn. You know, like Chris and I are watching it. And like, she drops, she, she's like, I'm out of here. And, and he's like, no, you're not. And, and she, on her way out, she like, tries to grab something that falls on the floor and he's like pick that shit up she's like no and then he grabs her hair and shoves her down where like what i was like fucking hell what is this it was made in 1980 i guess that was like that was okay that was, that's how relationships were man, <laughs> Never standard. but i'm like what the fuck is going on remember so when then, you got the shit beat out of you when you were a kid that was the 80s my friend yeah yeah so he's like, pick that shit up i was like oh my god so anyway at, at the end John Travolta wins. He he does the best on the mechanical bull. And, Fantastic. And um, him and Deborah Winger get together in the end after she finally breaks away from Scott Glenn. And they drive away in this truck, this pickup truck. And that was it. And I'm like, I look over at Chris. I'm like, I give it a week before he starts beating her again. <laughs> 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 I was like, I don't know what I was supposed to think of this movie. I, I yeah. Did yeah. it do good? Was it a good? Was it a popular movie back then? I don't know. I've heard I've of heard it. Of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, so you I don't actually know. Looked over, you you looked over to Chris and said, "Give me a glass of water." <laughs> I said, "Pick that shit up." <laughs> <laughs> it did that. It did have two lines that I remember. That was one of them. I'm going to say that forever. Pick that shit up. But uh, the other one was, "Pop them titties and let's roll." Pop them titties. There, and let's roll. Uh, there was one character. His wife. Uh, at the bar, there was a Dolly Parton contest, and she was in the con- the lookalike contest. And they ended up wanting to go to another bar after that. She, she had lost, and they were on their way out. And her husband was like, "Pop them titties and let's roll." Because <laughs> I guess she put balloons for breasts or something. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah, I say that a lot now. I say that, <laughs> I say that around the house. Nice. <laughs> I, I like. I like. <laughs> I like that better. Hop them, them titties and let's roll. I feel like Urban Cowboy is that where that joke came from? Like what 
What do you tell a, a woman with two black eyes? <laughs> Nothing. She's already been told twice. Yeah. Right. I, I'm, pretty, sounds, I'm pretty like, sure it came from that movie. Yeah. I feel like that should have been on the movie poster. <laughs> yeah. like, like that that should have been the byline <laughs> for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Cowboy. What do you tell a woman? Who's all, all the two classic black eyes. movies you go to watch and you watch Urban Cowboy. Dude, I, I just, right? I was like, so what weird. the fuck? I was like, I like John Travolta. I don't know why he took this role, but um, it was 1980. It was early. Well, that was the thing, though, is anything like that was considered, you know, dramatic and heavy and different from stuff like Grease. So, yeah, you know, you, you wanted to do stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm not as especially now, like when I was younger, I, w- I would watch uh, more emotionally heavy stuff like that. But now I, I just have no interest. I it brings life, my mood down. Life, I don't like it. Life is depressing enough. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that. I'm trying. Not, again, I like fantasy, escapism. Dude, not that. a single character was endearing in any way. Yeah, there, there was one guy that was making a way towards like into my heart, but he got hit by lightning. So and he died. So I was like, <laughs> well, there goes that guy. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah. I bet you it was up for Oscars and shit. Let me go see. I think it was. I don't know, man. But which one came? I want to know what came out first: Urban Cowboy or Saturday Night Fever? Because uh, I have I, I haven't seen either one. I'm of gonna it. say think, I'm gonna say Saturday Night Fever. I think so, because that would be the '70s. That's really I, what I, got John Travolta. Okay, well, because I I know John Travolta dances a lot, and I like watching dancing stuff. So, and he did do some dances in Urban Cowboy, but it's all like two step stuff. But yeah, uh, I was, uh, I was, I uh, didn't know what to think of that movie. I, I've never seen Saturday Night Fever either. It's yeah. kind of this, it's kind of that. Well, I just, let's roll. 1977 was Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Oh, same as Star Wars. Great Man, soundtrack. What a year. What a year. Great, great soundtrack. <laughs> I love me some Bee Gees. <laughs> Isn't it like, was it all the Bee Gees on that soundtrack? Mm. Did they do like every song? I think so. <clears throat> yeah. I do like that the one BG song is like Ray for the Lay. <laughs> my favorite BG's track. Ray they can the hit the, they Ray can hit the, the high note. They can hit they can hit note. the high notes. Yeah. I saw that they wear the tight pants so they can hit the high note. <laughs> Ray um, for <Filet. laughs> Uh what else you got? All right. What else have I watched recently? Uh, all right, let's just get let's get to Captain America 1990. No, let's not. <laughs> we got we got to. How, what? Oh. All right, so in 1990, a straight to video Captain America was released. Oh, this was Rec- straight to video. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, really? Um, you didn't yeah. see that one? I, I didn't know. It was directed by a guy named Albert uh, Pyan. Screenplay by Stephen Tolkien, and just to to tell you, Steve, this, this had a budget of $3 million. So I don't know what you were expecting on $3 million. Like, that's that's not even a shoestring budget, man. Like, that's that's an insanely low budget. Did they an action movie. Did they even make a 15-minute sh- short film for $3 mil, man. Did they, did they wrap up this last movie and they still had $2 million left? Is that what happened? <laughs> oh, that's brutal. I thought it started off decent. What'd you think? I was like, okay, let's go. Right, hang on. I'm giving a little bit of history here. All right. It was intended for release in August of 1990 to coincide with the 50th anniversary of Captain America. Uh, but the film went unreleased for two years before de- debuting direct to video and on cable TV in the <laughs> summer of 1992. And I remember seeing this at the video store 
all the time and I would never rented it. I was always curious, but I could tell it was going to be not good. So I just couldn't bring myself because, and, and I was young video store dollars were precious, right? You couldn't just pick up something on a whim. You had right. to, you wanted to pick up something good. Hopefully. I mean, you still got stinkers, but yeah. you, you just looked at this and I was like, I just wasn't curious enough to spend two or three bucks on it. At yeah. The time. We, we didn't have much disposable income at that age. Right. Right. So I never watched it, but I, I remember the box art. I remember seeing it at Blockbuster and stuff. And, but always like get, giving it a second glance and then just talking myself out of it. Like, no, nah, I better read a good movie. Um, <laughs> so you have chosen wisely. <laughs> <laughs> However, in watching this on Amazon Prime for free, uh, I had, I thought this movie was hilarious, not intentionally so, uh, but it moved. Uh, they they re they give the Captain America origin in like fifteen minutes. They basically do the first Avenger in fifteen minutes. <laughs> uh, it's it is the first fifteen minutes of the movie. It starts it hits the ground running. Um, Rob, this is what I wasn't I didn't want to share with you till now. Uh, but uh, the guy who played Red Skull, uh, he's also like the, the you know how they kidnap him at the beginning. His his name is Tadzio DeSantis. So I thought that was interesting. DeSantis. Um, That's DeSantis his, char- his, char- his right. character. Yeah. Sean, yeah. I'm going to yeah. do something. Did <laughs> you catch I, that? Yeah. Did you see no. the ear pulls? You didn't were, see the ear pulls? No. I saw it one time and to- Rob said they did it more than once. They, they just okay. pulled their earlobe. Yeah. So I think it was like a code to know that these guys are bad. So you remember the uh, red, okay. the, the little short redhead guy that was with the colonel Fuck. when when he was in the hospital, he was like the guy that was walking him around, little short redhead guy in uniform. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And when they're standing in the the like the doorway, the little guy goes like this. I think he did it twice, but I don't know. I remember that time he pulled his ear, and I'm like, why does this guy keep pulling his ear? And then the the general did it when he was broadcasting to everybody when the president got captured he went like yeah he went like that and i was like <laughs> oh, okay oh, so that's code for red skull people or something you know yeah it's like hydra yeah or whatever they were yeah, called like, they yeah. nobody caught that huh i did not i, catch I, I caught that, the no. one because i was like why is that dude pulling his ear low? yeah but yeah. i didn't i didn't know that happened multiple times in the movie go back and watch it steve no nah, i'm good i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i don't have to do that i'll watch the matrix revolution Just take resurrections I'm, I'm gonna give some props here uh one the guy who played captain america looked good in the suit like he didn't you know he didn't look like he didn't belong in the suit uh the suit looked good they did a straight up captain america suit yeah they did. bright blue Bright red, well, except right for out the, of the comic. Except for the part where they used fake ears; those weren't his ears, dude. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Go watch it again, either. dude. His ears are <laughs> fake as fuck, no, dude. That's yes. funny because I noticed the ear pulling, but I didn't notice it. <laughs> you never saw him pull his ear. You know why? Because it would have fall off the side of his fucking mask. That's that why. Is hilarious. That is so. I did not notice that. Now I'm not positive, but it it looked really fake like they didn't even look like the same tone and skin color i i have so many questions about this movie though so basically all right let me just tell the plot in brief all right so you get first avenger in the first 15 minutes he goes to take on the red skull red skull wins immediately straps him to a rocket which is like straight out of the comic that's how bucky and cap died strapped I, to a rocket right i was i was, I was gonna say I, I feel feel like i've seen this rocket somewhere i was like was that yeah. comics but 
on his way to his death, a young Ronnie Cox, the uh, the bad guy from the first RoboCop and in Total Recall, uh, who's, who grows up to become the president of the United States, sees Steve Rogers strapped to a rocket, takes a picture in front of the White House because it was headed for yeah. the White House. <laughs> it was so absurd. <laughs> but my favorite part of that is how the fuck did he end up with his shield? He like he threw it at Red Skull. It was nowhere near him. He didn't strap the rocket to him. And then when they when he, he goes into the ice and they uncover him 50 years later, he's got a shield now. Where where did that come from? There was no explanation for why he has shield now. I he thought, did not have a shield on the rocket. I thought his shield came from Ned Beatty. I thought Ned Beatty had found No, he like woke up with his shield. Like he oh, then no got shit. up and took his shield and started running. Oh, wow. <laughs> wait, wait, let's stay on the shield. Can, can Oh yeah, why, he did. Why is he always carrying a shield in a fucking bag? Everywhere he went, he's carrying around <laughs> right. a, in a fucking tote bag. I'm like, it dude. A, it was a huge do? man purse, dude. It was hilarious. <laughs> I was like, dude, take that shit out. Oh my gosh, every scene. This scene had more chase or this movie had more chase scenes in the Fast and Furious. I was like, what is going on? There's a chasing every now, five seconds. Let me ask you this, and maybe I just wasn't paying enough attention, but all right, so he runs, he he land, they find him in, in Canada, right? Like the Canadian wilderness is where he wakes up, right? Well, no, he, sudden, he run, yeah, he runs to oh, Canada. Well, okay. Oh, yeah, he was running through Canada, right? How the fuck did everybody know exactly where he was as he was running through Canada? Like everybody shows up. Ned Beatty shows up, Hydra shows up. Everybody, he's just running through wilderness. How did they know where he was? I think they were following Ned Beatty's car. Oh, is that? Well, how did Ned Beatty know where he was? Uh, I don't know. From the <laughs> He's just running through the wilderness. Like, they didn't think this out at all. They just all show up. It's like, I think it was coincidence because he was just going through Canada and it was just Ned Beatty. You're not going to find coming. anybody in the Canadian wilderness. Uh, no, I know that not. much <laughs> about Canada. They're like, well, he was. Woke up frozen, so he must be going south. <laughs> Man, they had, they had to hurry up the plot, dude. Come on. They real, But it was just so funny because it was like, man, they didn't think about any of this shit. <laughs> and, then, and they're rushing through, uh, and he goes back to, I don't remember. what It wasn't Peggy Carter. What Sharon, was her name? Sharon. No, no well, Sharon, Sharon but, was the daughter. It yeah. was like a Betty, Betsy, Betty, somebody. Bernice. Bernice, Bernice. Stewart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bernice Carter became Bernice Stewart or whatever. Played by, and she played both Bernice and Sharon. I don't know if you know that, mm. um, but that was the same actor. Uh, I didn't know that. I thought they did. They must did a good job with that because I did. I I, did I didn't not know, know that. Sharon it's was two played by the the same actress that played Bernice. Well, Sharon had um, that eighties fucking cut. So, <laughs> oh my god, she had the eighties do baby. Whoa. <laughs> uh, she had the Karen. May I see your uh, speak to the manager cut? Um, so, shows up. She, she's old. He's not. Uh, her husband is not happy about the arrival. <laughs> Would you of be Captain America? Uh, dude, oh, another thing about this movie: it fucking had the mom and the dad from Christmas Story in it. The mom played Steve Rogers' mom, and the uh, dad was working for the Skull, the, the Red general. Skull. He was, yeah, the, yeah, the guy at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, both of them were in it. Yeah, I uh, didn't. I didn't catch that because I just saw Christmas Story. It, I thought last the little year. the little kid looked like uh, the one from Christmas Story too, with the glasses. That's not Ralphie. Yeah, Ned, Ned no, Ned he's too old to be Ralphie. But yeah, okay. Yeah. He looked like um, Ralphie though, didn't he? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I feel like I don't know if that was intentional or not, but he definitely did. I know. I know what you're talking about. Dude, yeah, the Red Beatty, who was in, he was uh, Lex Luthor's henchman in Superman. 
shows up. He's a reporter. Um, man, this movie just, and the, oh, they kidnapped the president. I love that too. Like it was just done so easily. They kidnapped the president, super easy. Nobody's looking for him from what I could tell. Steve Rogers figures out where he is for whatever reason. And the president becomes a badass, starts knocking people out. Um, which the was president so, so played, played by Ronnie Cox. I kept waiting for Ronnie Cox to go bad. I was like, this guy's, right. he always plays a bad guy. No, he can't. Dude, how much did you, so they're, they're in a castle and like, what, were they in like Italy? Where were yeah, they? Italy. They were in Italy. Um, oh, that's what I love too. Is like, they just end up in Italy. They, they're just like, they're in Italy. So they fly to Italy, figure out where everything is like instantly. They, he's like, we're going to find the Red Skull's house. And then they do. Like, what? <laughs> How the fuck? Like, instantly. They just find the Red Skull's house where he grew up. It was up. a tape recorder. They figured the it out three, for the, the three angels, on the... The three angels at the doorpost. <laughs> okay. Um, and then, so there, there's a big, the, the big finale is in a castle. And for some reason, outside, there's a giant yeah, grand, grand piano. piano. I love it. <laughs> like, and what I love is he's up there. He's got like this little scorpion submachine gun. And he keeps firing it. Captain America's hiding around a corner and he keeps peeking out and he shoots at him. And I'm like, boy, if only you had something like a shield, you could run <laughs> at this guy. Man, it's a shame. Oh, wait, what's that? It's, it just doesn't. I'm like, I thought for sure he was just going to rush the dude in his, with his shield. He's Especially like, <laughs> since the guy was elevated, it was like perfect. He could have like covered almost his whole body at that angle. He didn't have he time. Never did it. He didn't have time to take it out of the tote bag that he carries it in all the time. <laughs> Do you remember the scene where he uses his shield and he's on the ground and he rolls? He rolls and he yeah. kept the shield like perfectly. I was like, damn, that was a pretty good stunt. That was man. cool. That did was you, pretty cool. I thought that I, I noticed I thought that. that was cool. I was like, yeah. oh yeah. They I was like, damn, that was and it looked like legitly they couldn't shoot right i mean it was yeah he it was, was really behind good. it and he rolled yeah. it perfectly it was yeah I, that was that was that was pretty cool like, that, was, uh, pretty that good. was the one redeeming quality of that movie <laughs> i love his it. flips dude i love the oh no there, there, there were two redeeming qualities every time he would steal someone's car he'd be like hey get out of the car or something remember no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sick i'm sick like, oh, that's what it was that's what it was i'm sick he'd get out of the car and they'd be like are you okay and then he'd steal the car and drive away right he did that twice in the movie i was you like got ned Beatty and sharon carter with that yeah and dude it's just honestly this the you have to guy. consider Time. I like the bad guy. I thought he was good. Red Skull. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, the Red Skull. My, looked, my favorite looked, part was the rat in the beginning. Yeah. Well, oh yeah, like the the, the animatronic the meat, the, rat, the, ham, the hamburger oh, rat. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Red Skull. <laughs> red, red Skull looked like a walking blood clot, dude. In the beginning. I'm, <laughs> in the I'm beginning, like, yeah. beginning, he looked yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. yeah the makeup was much better after he had this, this like have you ever seen a tampon fully engorged with blood <laughs> that's what his head looked like basically right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that was uh that was pretty bad man <laughs> but so they marvel was selling off every rights to everything at that point they'd sold off fantastic four to the to roger corman and they made a terrible movie that I've, i still have yet to see it's i think it's only available on bootleg i don't think they ever released it um, this went, you know, under the radar, obviously. Uh, I, like I said, I was curious. This was post Batman 89, obviously. I mean, again, it, it we only saw it on the shelf in 1992. Um, so I love the credit when they rolled the credits, it just had the 
picture, the, like the comic picture of the Jack Cap- Kirby picture yeah. of Captain America. Did wrote- you see the message at the end? Please support the EPA Act of 1990. Right? There's a, there's a message at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. We got to talk about that. The president in uh, mid what early 90s was like green. He was like all for yeah. like getting rid of stuff, and that's why they were trying to stop him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He basically he just had a, a different alternate energy plan, and, and that passed. By the way, uh, Bush Senior. That was when uh, they changed refrigerants and all that. The uh, Kyoto Protocol, something I forget. But yeah, and, interesting. And then we totally neglected it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, we dropped out. Uh, and that song, yeah, this, that song at the end was a banger too. I still sing that "Home of the Brave" or something. That was so funny, dude. <laughs> I watched the entire credit. I could not look away. I couldn't either. Song. Dude. It was the song. Dude, dude. I was just, I was like, "This is awesome. This dude. is this is a great way to end this movie." And I was completely fixated with that with that Jack Kirby drawing, dude. I was like me. Yeah. It was like me and Cap's eyes <laughs> just interlocked yeah. through the whole thing. Just having a moment, <coughs> like yeah, fuck yeah, America, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, America. <laughs> That's basically what that song was, America. Right. Fuck yeah! Oh my god, this was uh, so this much was a fun movie. Bad, bad music cues, bad timing, horrible music throughout. Oh my gosh, it was uh, yeah, you're right. It but was a three million dollar budget. They had to pay all their actors, stunts, special effects, three billion bucks. That's man, that's a tiny, tiny budget. They were not, so I'm actually impressed with what they accomplished. I was impressed when that the mom got murdered and shit. I was like, oh shit, that's that's is that in the comics? Is there any, <laughs> anything like that in the comics? I don't know. <sighs> I don't remember. There was some there was some things that I was like, all right, this ain't too bad. And then it got bad. <laughs> Dude, some of the some of the choreography had me dying. So like the Red Skull <laughs> sends his daughter after him, and they're at a restaurant and I don't know, just like that whole kind of fight scene. The flip of the table. So silly. Yeah, the table flip and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't he punch somebody? He knocked some chick out, and I just started laughing. Captain America, <laughs> he like ran by some chick and just punched her in the face <laughs> right. and knocked her out. I, I just, it was just so funny the way it was done. He's like, I, I watched like, Urban Cowboy. Knocked out. <laughs> like, you just got knocked the fuck out. You got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. It was a, uh, it was a good time. It was. A I'm good sorry, time. but if a woman's shooting at you, <laughs> I think that is allowable. <laughs> no, it is. It was just funny to see. There's something really funny about the way it was delivered. That we definitely should have watched that via watch party though, because I was just dying. Like I kept rewinding and shit. I was like, "What did I just see? What 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 the fuck just happened?" Uh, but that would have been a fun one to watch in a group. And just mystery yeah. science theater style it basically. Like you said though, like it started off with like the secret shield underground, you know, um operating room where whatever they did to Steve Rogers there. And that was yeah. That was like very faithful to the comic. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had like polio, that's what it was. He just had like a gimpy leg. Yeah. He went in and he didn't have it and then he was strong. He got shot like point blank and just Oh took man, those yeah. 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 <laughs> and Erskine uh, was Erskine was a woman instead of, you know. Right. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a fun movie. It's not something I can recommend unless you're looking to have a, a good, bad movie night. <laughs> you know, so like so bad it's good kind of thing. I'll recommend um, it for that last song during the credits. <laughs> Four stars. Three million, man. That 
when you told me that, I was like, I appreciate it even more now. Yeah, Holy you crap. gotta grade it on a curve when you hear even that back budget. Then, three million was nothing. Because I'll tell you what, <laughs> yeah. this is, I, I would watch this way more than Mission Impossible Two. I found it way more enjoyable. Uh, uh just more fun. I finished Everything. this. I couldn't finish Mission Impossible. There you too. go, man. That tells you all you need to <laughs> when know. The bad about guy Mission started Impossible crying. Too. I tell you what, Red Skull didn't <laughs> shed a tear. <laughs> he he couldn't. He didn't have any tear ducts. <laughs> they spent. I think most of the effects budget was spent on the detonator with the little switches that came up. <laughs> That's where the effects budget went. That immediately went into the Dude, ocean. I was waiting for him to get on that grand and just start playing and then die. Right. You know, I was, was like, so oh, weird, that would have been, that been awesome. so And then he goes over the cliff and it's obviously a dummy and it was just, it was very funny. It was, <laughs> it was quite enjoyable. And then what, did, oh man, Captain America had like a corny last line with the president and everything too. I forget what he said. Um, it was so it, bad. Yeah. Acting was so bad. It was. <laughs> Ronnie Cox gave it his all, man. Got, yeah. Dude, it had he some did. pretty good act. I mean, it had uh, the Red Skull guy was good. Uh, Ronnie Cox is good. Ned Beatty. I mean, come on. All right, I mean, the lead. Let's there's talk your about budget it. right there. All right, well, when the lead yeah. can't act, that's what. That's well, probably where it falls yeah. apart. <laughs> I like when he goes in that little diner and just starts destroying the women's room. <laughs> and to find like that secret area. Yeah. My favorite part, though, I mean, you had a little action scene there that was it was not it was it was pretty silly. Like when he when bounced off the wall with his the feet. stairs. That's what you're gonna. They're say. hiding right there. But no, no, no. I, there's a part where he like he like jumps and he like his feet. He's like almost like standing on the wall for a second, and then he jumps down and attacks somebody. <laughs> I like um, that. I like how they were just. Hiding underneath the stairs. I know. Yeah, just sitting there like that. You see their head through the stairs, right. looking at them. But my favorite part is right. So uh. they go in there. They destroy the wall. Then these guys with guns come in the diner and chase them. However, when they go to leave, the diner employees are still there, <laughs> and they're getting off the phone. Like I'd have been gone. Like I'm not. Like, why are you still there? Somebody just took a fucking hand dryer off the wall, destroyed your drywall in your bathroom, found a secret, and then a bunch of dudes with guns came in, and you're still, the waitresses are like, let's call the cops. Like, fuck you, bitch. I'm fucking leaving. I don't know what's going on. I'm just glad I didn't get shot, and I ain't sticking around to get shot. They were, uh, it's, just like, it's like when you when there's a fight in line at fucking Walmart or something, you just look down at the floor. <laughs> that's what everybody in the diner was doing they're just looking yeah, down they just acted like it's like this is more severe than that though <laughs> there are guns at play and a man just destroyed your bathroom just destroyed it like, that, that shit everywhere he literally ruined the drywall it's gone everybody in the diner is like is it okay to look up yeah is it okay <laughs> like i've been reading this m&m packet for way too long i'm running out of stuff to distract myself uh but yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, and if you're in the mood for a good bad movie, give it a watch. Yeah. See how far we have come. With All right, with a movies with a three million budget taken into account, what do you rate this movie? Uh, uh, two and a half. One and a half. Two and one a half. half to two. I'd I give it one and a half to two. I get. I give it a two. I give it a two. Two. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. The music. The it's music a stinker, was great. But but it's, it's not a stinker I hate. It's not some Fast and the Furious shit. It, again, you could see the love on screen. They they were very faithful 
to the comic with the budget they had, right? Like yeah. they really stuck with the story, the the suit design. Yeah. Um, I respect and appreciate that. Dude, uh, they had shield throwing. They did the best they could with they that. They did, yeah. 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 The CGI, shield looked like man. it weighed the shield looked like it was made out of the same stuff as those Ben Cooper costume masks, but it was still it still looked like the shield, but man, yeah. it looked thin. They did thin have plastic. they did have it, it one... was obviously plastic because but like that disposable plastic, like like yeah. a like yeah. a coffee lid kind of plastic. <laughs> yeah, they, it did. They, it looked really light. They it did have one one scene with the shield that they used some special. This effect. was the shield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They they threw the shield at at this turret or whatever, and he knocked it down, and it came back. And that was all some kind of animation. Wire work. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but they every other scene was like you see him release it in his hand and then you see him catch it in his hand. That was about yeah. it. Oh, they showed I, uh, it coming back sometimes. They, yeah, they show they would show a boomerang sometimes. Now I've always appreciated what the Russos did and and uh uh the guy who directed the first Captain America, I forget his name, uh, Joe something. Um Rocketeer but, uh, guy. Yeah. Um, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. Yeah. Um, and, and then especially the guy from Star Wars, especially what the Russo brothers did with the shield was always amazing. But then watching this, it was it, it made it even more impressive when you think about when he's fighting Bucky and the way they're fighting over the shield and hitting each other with it and yeah. throwing it. And yeah, and it just looks so deadly. And then this one looked like those red plastic plates. Those, uh, you know what I mean? Like that, that you take at a picnic. Yeah. It just looked like a bigger version of that, basically. Just so flimsy looking. Yeah. They, the Russo brothers did such a good job that it, w- it was like part of his body. Oh. Like the sh- shield yeah. was part of his they, body. Uh, when, when he was in the beginning, he threw the shield at Skull and it stuck in the wall, just like in First Avenger. Remember? Yeah. Mm. Well, I think yeah, I think it's stuck in the ground or something, or maybe no, it was the it, wall. It's stuck in the wall. But I th- at some point though, when the when Skull threw it back at him though, that's what I mean. Like it was like embedded in the ground, and then Skull puts him on the rocket, and then next thing you know, he wakes up and he's just got his shield. It's like, <laughs> what? How? Where did you get that? That that was something they missed in post production. That was no, it was yeah. off screen. He he put the shield with him on the rocket. <laughs> like which one? Who would did the that? Red Skull? Yeah, he's there like, you here, you're gonna need a weapon when you die. <laughs> he's like he's sending him to his death, as far as he knows. So <laughs> it was so it was so goofy. Hey, um, if I ever ride shotgun with you guys and I say I'm sick, don't fall for it. <laughs> don't fall I don't for feel it. good. Pull over here. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> I'll just stay in the car while you pretend to vomit. Yeah, I was I'm like, not falling for it. <laughs> well, then I'll real vomit. <laughs> I I'm will not, get, I'm not getting car. out to check on you, bro. Right, right. I'll let you vomit. I don't need to see that. I'm I don't not need a, any of that you information. You don't have any hair to hold back. So. <laughs> right. I'm going to be all right. I'll just pass out like I normally do. Uh, that was that was a fun one, though. Yeah, that was a that fun was, one. That's for damn sure. It was I, it was better than Urban Cowboy. Oh. I bet. We've come a long way, man. We've come a long way. It's funny we've come such a long way that we're sick of superhero stuff now. We're like, dude, be better. I, <laughs> it could be a lot worse. I watched. Yeah, I know what Steve did. He was like, "There is nothing on," and then you see a movie and you're like, "Oh, I watched a Chaplin film with no fucking sound." Dude, it was fantastic. It was on TCM <laughs> on Max, and. Wait, the- a Chaplin film or the film Chaplin? No, I don't know. The Chaplin. 
Chaplin film with Robbie Downer is good too. I remember seeing that. This was uh, it was called The Kid, I think. Man, it was good. I mean, it was like fucking. It was really good. I mean, it was better than Urban Cowboy. I tell you that. Yeah, that's but, why I'm. I love just scrolling through stuff. I'm like, well, yeah. I've always wanted to see that, and I just sit there. Well, and that's how I ended up watching Star Trek, and I've and I've been trying to finish it. I'm still not done with it. Well, you you um, picked probably the worst one. Well, I've never seen one. it though. Yeah. It, you got I've seen Wrath of Khan a couple times, um, and it I came a I was long like, way from Wrath of, uh, from Star Trek one. Wait a so minute. I, I was in my mind. I was gonna watch start watching the Star Trek movies because I've never seen like Undiscovered Country and all those other ones. Is one so. is Star Trek one? Is that the one where it takes forever for the shuttle to go around the Enterprise yes. and dock? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, in <laughs> yes. fact, that's why. I, I mean, dude, seeing it on the big screen was like, holy crap! That's you, well, awesome. You could tell they were. This was supposed to be like a special effects showcase. Yeah. Except that the, the effects do not hold up. And even if they look great at the time, there wasn't really anything happening. Like this giant ominous ship. And then all it does is they send, it sends an electrical beam to their ship that then disintegrates or this chick, this bald chick. Viser. It, it sends the bald chick back and now she's a robot version. And I'm like, and she's just like, she's a robot so she's like spock on steroids she's just as super logical and i'm like this is the bad guy what is happening like this is so weird i don't know what they were thinking with that first movie but man it is and then kurt or shatner's acting is always very funny very entertaining what is with his 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 cadence yeah yeah we're gonna go on the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got. I convinced the kids to watch a Marvel movie with me, one every week. So we. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I fired up pop popcorn machine and watched uh, Iron Man last week. Nice. And it took him a while to get into it, but when finally when he got the suit going and everything, the kids loved it. Yeah. So I was like, "Get ready for Incredible Hulk next week." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Dom's gonna love Incredible Hulk. <laughs> when the when the an hour in anyway. <laughs> after I after I wake him up. <laughs> after Downey Jr.'s done running around. <laughs> no, we're right. gonna, I mean uh, Edward Norton. We're gonna, we're all gonna sit in a circle in the beginning and, and practice our breathing exercises. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> all right. What else did I have this week? Um. Had anything else? Go see Barbie. Oh, the one other thing I want to say about Barbie is just the fact that they they took something that didn't even have any kind of real narrative around it, and the fact that they made uh, an enjoyable movie out of it is impressive. So props to Greta. That is not Gierwig. true. What the Barbie cartoons? Barbie. I know those exist, but that's not. They're those actually, didn't exist in the eighties. They're they actually very the good, like the Rapunzel ones and the shit like okay, that. Well, no, I again, watched it with Laura. All they did was up. put Barbie into fairy tale stories that already yeah. existed. And, but they were good. I'm telling you. No, no, they weren't. Yeah. Um, I've never seen one, but no, they weren't. I'll yeah. argue against you. They were. I'll there be was a bar- There was a Barbie show that Brooklyn watched when she was younger, and it wasn't fairy tale or anything. It was just Barbie. And then okay, but my point, like growing up in the eighties. It, Barbie was, was literally nothing. just, it was, was just nothing. toys, you know? Um, so they, they took that and 
I think the eighties was the most inspiration just, you know, because of the generation of, of Greta Gerwig, it makes sense that that's where she would draw the most from. And because, um, and yeah, because, it's impressive though. <sighs> because that did well, they're apparently making an Uno movie now or something. What, what's supposedly going on? They're, an supposedly Uno. Mattel's making a bunch of movies, Uno and, uh, eight ball magic, eight ball movie, Viewmaster <laughs> movie, right. um, Matt this, Mason, whatever that is. This is sarcasm, right? No, no, no. They no. they they listed a whole bunch of freaking Mattel toys that they're like, yeah, we can go make. Meanwhile, I'm just like, uh, Masters of the Universe uh, <laughs> already has a huge comic book world and narrative. What are we waiting for? There's on nothing that one? to draw from. Nothing. <laughs> There's no source material. That, I go- that, that's Kathleen Kennedy. Oh. Dude, I ain't gonna lie, dude. I watch a Magic Eight Ball movie. <laughs> I won't. I will not. I will not be attending the Magic Eight. You ball watch movie. the Barbie movie. Why wouldn't you watch Magic Eight Ball? Because Barbie is at least a person, so you you can oh, add some characters. She's a doll. No, she's a person. She's <laughs> she's got she has arms and legs and a face. She's not an eight ball full of water. Did they have any scene where Ken takes off his pants and he's a eunuch? Um, no. <sighs> No scene like that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. If you were looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. That's a bummer. Dude. Alan was cracking me up, dude. I fucking, I, he was my favorite part of this movie. Fucking love Alan. Alan <laughs> is, Alan is the best Barbie. <laughs> that was my takeaway. And Maggie's takeaway. We're both in agreement that Alan was the best part of this. Movie. So, so is good. It, on the list of movies you've seen this year, where does that rank? Is that up there? Uh, I don't, what else have I seen this year besides Ninja Turtles? It'd be up towards the top for sure. Um, I don't know if it'd be number one, but it's probably by top three. You like it better than Mission Impossible? Um, uh, I don't know about that. That's hard. It was definitely more original, more unique, but uh, you know, I do love Mission Impossible. Well, something, the first movie is going to be more original than the seventh. Well, even Not just always. the whole concept, though. The yeah. whole concept, other than, I mean, I mean, it was a little bit Lego movie, actually, but or a little bit Toy Story, a little bit Lego movie. Oh, that's the other thing about Mutant Mayhem, the Ninja Turtle movie, is I on the second watch, I'm like, I think this is the exact same plot as the Amazing Spider-Man movie, the first <laughs> one. It's literally identical to the plot of Amazing Spider-Man 1, I swear to God. Um, okay. So that's, that's something else that's kind of working against it. I don't know why they did that, but it, I mean, it's and down to some really weird details, it's the same thing. Um, I don't want to say anything to give away spoilers, but what, once you guys see it, are you guys going to see Ninja Turtles? Oh, yeah, definitely. The kids want to see Probably. that. Yeah, on video. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going Fucking to old people. I'm not. God, a, I'm, you guys are turtle fans, not me. Yeah. That was a little, I was a little older. So, <laughs> so were the turtles shooting webs or something? How is it like? No, the no. It, it's, it's, a, it's very much just the plot is almost identical down to the behavior of the New Yorkers at the end. It's just, it's kind of weird. Um, it's the bad guy. Uh, what he's doing is just like what the lizard's doing, basically. Hey, uh, don't, it's, don't fuck with someone from New York. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you got to watch it. You got to see it. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. If you're familiar with the Amazing Spider-Man, the Andrew Garfield movie, then you'll see it. You'll, you'll see it right away. Yeah. Well, not right away. You'll, uh, as, after you see the movie, you'll see like what the hell that was. That was just the Amazing Spider-Man, but with Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll go see it this week, probably. 
please go see it for me so I can talk about it. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Now, <laughs> wait, should I take should I take the kids to see Barbie first or Ninja Turtles? Uh, Ninja Turtles, just because I love Ninja Turtles. Well, I, I want to see, see that both. One. Yeah, yeah, go, go see both though. Like, like, I love both the movies. I, I really, I really want to see Barbie again. Like, I, I, and the further I get away from it, the more I like it. Like, I liked it as soon as I saw it, but. Like, man, I'm like, God damn, come to home video. I want to watch that shit. <laughs> yeah, Kristen wants to see Barbie more. I want to see Ninja Turtles more. So we'll be seeing Barbie first. Okay. But yeah, don't make just see Ninja Turtles before next week, before the next podcast. Um, and we'll spoil it for Rob because he doesn't care. So that's uh, fine. I really don't. Um, I saw Amazing right. Spider-Man, so I should be okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. get the gist. Rob's like, um, I got it. But you're going to miss out on bacon, egg, and cheese. Bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I uh all right, I got a comic picked out. It's on the DC Infinite or whatever the fuck it's called. Is it uh, Home of the Brave? You can listen to that while you read this. It's called it's another four issue series. It's called Kingdom Come. Oh yeah, you told us you were gonna do that. Yeah, we're doing Kingdom Come. Four issues, DC app. Make it a cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Pop those titties, let's go. <laughs> Pop them titties, let's roll. <laughs> That's what so, it is. All right, anything else you guys want to uh, discuss before we wrap this up? Uh, nope. I think that's all I got. Trump Rob? got indicted, indicted again. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. Racking them up. Is this going to be a federal be... one, man? This, is a, this one might be a big one. I think this one, wow. This one might be a doozy. <laughs> this, one's, this one's in a D.C. court. So and good luck, it's baby. For what I've been wanting him to get arrested for, which right. is trying to overthrow our democracy and install himself as dictator for life. That's a big problem. That's a big. That's not a fine. You don't give somebody a fine for that. That's like life in prison, death penalty shit, in my opinion. Like you can't, you can't do that. And then I have this question to pose to you: If if you get convicted of a a, a crime, a felony, like, like these. A felony. Please tell me you lose your Secret Service detail if you have to go to prison, <laughs> right? You, you you're done at that point, right? You can't have it anymore. If you get it, if they're like, "Hey, you tried to overthrow America," no more Secret Service for you, because I know you lose it. Like if he had been impeached, if that that had succeeded, he wouldn't have Secret Service. You know so that. Hopefully, if you go to prison, that you don't you lose it, right? The closest this country has ever come to anything like this is when they like sentenced uh, Jefferson Davis after the civil war. You know what I mean? There's wow. not, this is unprecedented. There's no precedent. It's truly unprecedented. It's, it's just crazy. That's why he's so, trying to run for president, right? To stay out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why well, he wanted to stay in office. I mean, mainly. Yeah. Plus he's paying for all his bills. Like all well, he's getting, he gets donations every time, every right. indictment, he gets so, more donations. What's crazy is donations like pack donations and all this shit can go to his lawyer fees. It, That's insane. It, it, That's it's, insane. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. It, it, what else gets me about this is Republicans, you know, the back the blue, blue lives matter. Yeah. Uh, Law and order party are like, this is our candidate. He's been indicted three times. <laughs> One of the charges is overthrowing our country. And they're like, 
that's our best option. And they're like, law and order. We're the law and order party. Don't forget. Dude, that's you right. know, like, what, that's what, what are you talking about? That's why I'm you, not surprised when he's going to win. Do you know that like five of those uh, Capitol Police uh, that were involved in January 6th, they have committed suicide. It's like five. Oh, wow. I knew it was like two or Dude. three at one point. I think maybe it's two or three. I, th I thought I heard five the other day. Well, no, I'm not arguing with but, you. I'm just I mean, saying that's whatever the last it was, I, I mean, two, three, whatever, five. Right. Dude, I, I mean, I forgot like how traumatic that was for them. Yeah. No, you know? man, that, they got murdered, dude. <laughs> they didn't off themselves. Not all of them. Come <laughs> no, on, they did, though. <laughs> no, they did. Oh. Steve's trying to do a conspiracy. They already testified, though. They, they testified and... and I mean, one of them died like a day or two later. Yeah, one of them shot himself uh, right away. Um, oh man, I don't believe I am conspiracy well, the, guy on this. I would never take my own life. <laughs> but these guys went through something where they thought they were protecting. They did, they did like that's it's such a weird situation where you're protecting the capital. And your, you know, your own president is telling these people yeah. to attack you. Basically, it's it's fucking insane. You know, the same the same guy back the blue is like, yeah, fucking get those do what you got to do. So I stay in power. He doesn't give a fuck about cops or anything like that. He just cares about staying in power, like money and power, power baby. That's does. all it is. All right. So if you were one of those people, you kill yourself. I don't know. I, don't I didn't. Know. Experience I have no idea. It. I yeah, you don't I, know what I have you no do, idea. Dude. I have no I'm comment not on that. Kill I don't know. myself. And then at but, five of them, you said, <laughs> Jesus Christ, come on, man. That's a big coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence I, at all. There was, when you hear their testimony and stuff, and it, like the stuff I've seen, I mean, it was, it really fucked them up, man. That's fine. Red, were, a redneck's going to have to come to my house and kill me because I ain't fucking killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody right. loves Steve more than Steve. <laughs> I'm too pretty Steve's to like, die. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's like, when are you putting the podcast up? I need to hear my lovely voice. <laughs> Steve, every week, like I, I need to hear me. If anybody needs to hear me? It's me. Well, I'm funny. Um, I can't help it. That's how it goes. But, all right, so Kingdom Come, we'll be back next week. Right? We don't, we don't got anything going on, so, unless I kill myself. Yeah. Ciao. All right. Thanks for listening. Pray for late.